Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And we are continuing through Joshua. We're at the part where they're crossing over the Jordan into the Promised Land. They are moving from, from the east to the west. So they're on the east side of the Jordan, coming over onto the west bank of the Jordan River into the Promised Land, into Israel. And we have read all kinds of different things, especially about Joshua and his leadership. So let's just keep going on. We're in verse 15, chapter 4, and I'm going to attempt to get us into chapter 5. Here we go. And the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priest, bearing the ark of the testimony, to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priest, Come up out of the Jordan. And when priest bearing the ark of the covenant of the lord came up from the midst of the jordan and the soles of the priest's feet were lifted up on dry land the waters of the jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its banks as before the people came up out of the jordan on the tenth day of the first month and they encamped at gilgal on the east border of jericho and those 12 stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. And he said to the people of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in times to come, What do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know. Israel passed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over, as the Lord your God did the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we passed over so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that you may fear the Lord and God forever. In the beginning of chapter 5 now. As soon as all the kings of the Amorites who were beyond the, the Jordan to the west, and all the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the people of Israel until they had crossed over, their hearts hearts melted, and there was no longer a spirit in them because of the people of Israel. And we'll stop there. So, again, they have crossed over, and we're getting different details here about their crossover. And this is when we see that the, it says Joshua set up the stones, but Joshua is the leader, so he has it set up, or he does it is uh, for you to to argue with yourself but they come across they come across on dry land when the priest feet are on what is always dry land then the river goes back to being the river flowing freely without anything in its way and so in, in a sense the hand of the lord has rescinded the river continues on on down and you'd have to think about a river being stopped for a long time for all these people to do that. And then for it to also be unblocked could create quite some flooding downstream. But we don't hear about any of that. So, again, just God's ultimate control over his creation is seen once again here. And in Joshua's leadership is made solid. God's hand in the children of Israel is seen here at the beginning of chapter 5 that the people in the promised land all of the kings and all the people now they are they are in fear their hearts are melting there is no spirit to fight 
the Israelites who have the Lord of all creation on their side. And that, that is clearly seen here. And is also clearly seen why the stones, again, to remind us when our children, and our children will remind us that if they don't know, well, what are these stones for? Oh, yeah, I need to teach you about that. And so that is, again, the big thing here. What are we passing on to our children, to our grandchildren? What are we learning for ourselves? What do we know? And one of the great things that helps us to not make foolish opinions about things is to actually know history. Right now, there's great turmoil in the Middle East. And there was a lot of people speaking out of ignorance to history, out of ignorance of understanding who the different people are involved. So there's, for instance, there's the Palestines within Palestines, there are is this group called the Hamas. The Hamas are Palestinians, but not all Palestinians are Hamas. So where did the Palestinians come from? <clears throat> Who is Hamas? And then the Israelites. And what is what is the history? And understanding the history of Israel since the end of World War II, but also understanding the history of Israel since this time in the book of Joshua and even before that we see God establishing this land for the children of Israel and they get to stay in that land and they prosper as long as they are obeying God and following God's rules right and we see that over and over and over again Moses showed him that over and over again and he even prophesied and you're not going to do it and so there's gonna be great turmoil and to this day there is great turmoil but knowing history, knowing why those stones are there, knowing why that wall is there, why that fence is there, why that marker, historical marker is there. And the Bible even tells us to, to be careful about removing markers that have been placed there by others without understanding why they have been placed there. So today as we move, keep moving forward in the story here of Joshua reading God's word, that we would continue to read God's word and continue to look at the ways that God wants us to grow, to grow in wisdom, to grow in our faith, to be strengthened in our faith as we purpose to move on in our life in building his kingdom and being in fellowship with the one true and living God, the creator of the universe. And so, Lord, we thank you for this day. Holy Spirit, we thank you for you helping us as we read your word. And Jesus, we thank you for the work that you did for our salvation and calling us to be joint heirs with you in all of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen.